0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets.
1: This show is brought to you by Pet King Brands, the makers of Zymox and Oratine.
0: It's OBA with Arden Moore.
1: because one of my favorite guests is back. He has a magical way with words and he can unleash compelling tales about dogs in our lives. Yes, dogs do a body good. Dogs do unleash our healthy best. And dogs do deserve to have their endless goodness take center stage. Today's guest not only crafts great, I said crafts, be careful on that word guys, crafts great dog novels, But he has a knack for getting them made into audiobooks and must-see movies. You know who he is. I gave you enough clues, guys. Join me in giving pause and applause to New York Times best-selling author, W. Bruce Cameron. Welcome back to the show, Bruce.
2: Oh, thanks for having me, Arden. It's so grand to be here.
1: All right, man. Bruce has a new book coming out in May. Write it all down. It's called A Dog's Courage. We're going to talk with Bruce about this book and much more. But we have to pay for the show. So we have to take a commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause.
0: Four furry ones actually sit and stay. Obehave will be right back.
1: Pause up, everyone. Arden Moore here, the host of the Obehave show. Raise your paw if you love frozen desserts. I know I do. And so do my canine trio of Boujo, Kona, and Emma. They drool with delight when offered this sweet treat. And now all dogs will have plenty to yap about. That's because Ben & Jerry's has just unleashed not one, but two doggy desserts. Your dog can enjoy the Ponce mix made with peanut butter and pretzel swirls, or Rosie's Batch made with pumpkin and mini cookies. Or put a little of both in their bowl, Yum, yum for the tum-tum. Now, when you treat yourself to a bowl of your favorite Ben & Jerry's ice cream, mine is the classic Cherry Garcia, your dogs can enjoy the Ponce Mix or Rosie's Batch or a blend of both. Do you know what time it is? Why, it's Ben & Jerry's time. I see happy Boujo, Kona, and Emma heading my way. Check out the Ben & Jerry's Doggy Desserts at BenJerry.com. That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y.com. Pause up.
0: Let's talk pets on petliferadio.com. Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore.
1: Welcome back to the Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest is W Bruce Cameron. Author of more than 15 best-selling books. I know there's more, but you've sold more than 50 million copies worldwide. Wow. That means not all the ones buying the books are your relatives, right?
2: (laughs) Well, yeah. When my mom was alive, I used to say she was my number one salesperson. And if she met you, she would make you buy a book from her or she would give it to you if you wouldn't buy it.
1: I like that. That's a good mama. You know, uh, we were trying to figure out when you were on our show last. Did you know this is a rip from the headlines? Oh, behave on Pet Life Radio is the longest continuous running pet podcast on the planet since 2007.
2: Congratulations. That's fantastic.
1: Yeah. Salutes to my radio husband, as we call him, executive producer, Mark Winter. But we were doing some sleuthing. Mark is better at this. And you were on our show way back, episode 222 for The Dogs of Christmas in 2013. Wow. And you and I, we haven't aged a bit, have we, man?
2: Well, no. I mean, I, back then, of course, I, was, I, I just turned uh, 24, yeah, would I be my math. Yeah. 2013, yeah, 24. That sounds right.
1: Well, hey, guys. Now, hear this. Uh, four of Bruce's great novels are now available as audiobooks for McMillan Publishing. I hope I get this list right. Drum roll, please. A Dog's Purpose, A Dog's Journey, A Dog's Promise, and I think The Dogs of Christmas or A Dog's Perfect Christmas. Do you guys see a pattern here with a dog's?
2: (laughs) And as you're saying that, uh, there's a cat walking into the room, probably affronted by the the topic of this radio show.
1: This is actually Rusty the Performer. A Famous yes. circus cat from um, Samantha Martin who teams up with my other orange tabby with my dog Kona to teach veterinary approved pet first aid. So he digs dogs. So you got an author loving cat in the house because he heard <laughs> your name, Bruce.
2: That's wonderful.
1: Let's talk a little bit about uh, we haven't talked in a while, so we have a lot to catch yeah. up with. But okay, the fact that uh, you've got these books as audiobooks and it's the dog narration, am I right?
2: It is nearly. All of them are from the point of view of the dog.
1: Let's talk a little bit about this book, A Dog's Courage, and then we're going to get into some of the audio books. But this book is coming out in May, and it does have some familiar characters in there. So in this book, I'm just doing my little homework. You have Bella is Back, right?
2: Bella was the star of the movie and book A Dog's Way Home, the puppy that was found living under a house with a bunch of cats.
1: That's right. We got a cat theme going today.
2: Yes. So in the dog's way home, this cat loving dog gets separated from her owner and she winds up a couple hundred miles away and decides a big mistake has been made. She's not supposed to be separated from her person. And Bella decides to make her way back through hundreds of miles of Rocky Mountain terrain to get back to her, what she thinks of as her boy, Lucas, even though he's a grown man. So the the movie version kind of tracks very faithfully to the book, which was no accident. Uh, My my wife and I wrote the screenplay.
1: Yeah, we gotta give a a shout out to your wife, Catherine, because she's a fantastic writer and screenplay writer, right?
2: Catherine Michon, and she's uh, taking care of our dog right now. We just picked him up from the vet, and she's down there making sure that he doesn't uh, lick his sutures. And he's just, you know, lying around being chill.
1: We're gonna have to stop because everybody's gonna be like, "What?" So yeah. people love Tucker. And guys, we were going to record the show a little bit earlier, but Tucker had to have a little visit to the veterinarian and please let us know what happened and how he's doing. And we were sending good healing thoughts.
2: Well, we don't know how he managed to tear his ACL, but he did. And then he was walking like a three-legged dog. He had one leg that he just wouldn't put any weight on. So we wound up taking him in for surgery and it went fine he's going to be fine you know but it's surgery so and then when we got to the vet to pick him up this morning uh it's an emergency veterinarian practice and so the emergencies they even even though i had a radio show to do and they were like i know let me just drop a name here <laughs> oh yeah okay. that,
1: that would make everything stop yeah that's yeah, right yeah
2: that's what that's exactly so it took them longer to get tucker to us than we wanted so everything got delayed this morning but that's near to here, nor there. The point is that Tucker is recovering fine. He's, he's recuperating on his softest bed and he'll be back in action in a few weeks and we'll have him running around. So this is very much in keeping with the dog's courage. We had the star of the movie, A Dog's Way Home, was out visiting Tucker a couple of days ago. Is we that shot Shelby? Some, that's Shelby. Yep. Shelby is a true movie star. She's also the cover dog of A Dog's Courage. She's a real movie star.
1: It is hashtag Shelby movie star, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just so people can follow. All right. So go ahead. And
2: Shelby, uh, we we shot some. We were shooting some commercials. Uh, Tucker was playing with Shelby. Tucker didn't want Shelby. Tucker has a crush on Shelby. He he didn't want. Didn't want Shelby to know that he has an injured leg, so he acted like it wasn't injured at all and, and just played with her on the beach. It was so much fun. Oh my and gosh. Shelby, uh, as I said, is the cover dog of A Dog's Courage, which means Bella, who is the character in A, in a Dog's Way Home and the character that Shelby played. Bella is absolutely back, and uh, we're back in the Rocky Mountains, and big adventures coming our way because Bella is going to wind up getting separated from her from her boy Lucas
1: and Olivia
2: and Olivia, his wife, his now wife. A couple of years have passed, but there's a big fire in the Rocky Mountains, and the fire comes between them, and they get separated. And it's, so now we have our dog lost in the Rocky Mountains, which are basically on fire everywhere, and she's got to survive this adventure uh, with lots of unexpected twists and turns.
1: Well, one twist, because I will never spoil a book for any author, but Bella finds herself having to take care of a couple of little mountain lion cubs, right?
2: Yes. Remember, this is a dog who loves cats. Okay. And, uh, you know, during a fire, a lot of people know this, I didn't make it up a lot. During a fire, animals are dislocated and it, then their behaviors are completely unexpected, unpredictable. These mountain land cubs are out of their territory. They can't survive without their mother unless Bella steps in and protects them. And their instinct is to follow Bella because they need a mother and Bella is, is a dog who loves cats. So, yes, it's not just Bella who is in danger. It is her temporary adoptees, these two cute mountain cubs, mountain lion cubs.
1: Well, I love that one of the reviews described a dog's courage as Marley and me combined with Tuesdays with Maury. And I'm laughing because I was a reporter at the Sun Sentinel for many years. Marley and me and Tuesdays with Maury are two of my chums. We were all reporters at the Sun Sentinel. So you just oh, beat wow. out two, John Grogan and Tuesdays with Maury, Albin, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So you just beat out two of my buds.
2: Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, I'd love to meet both of them. I was a longtime reader of Mitch. Uh, I think he covered sports for a while. Yeah,
1: I was an assistant sports editor for a time, but that was after Mitch had left. But John Grogan and I shared the same Delray Beach office for the Sun Sentinel. It's in Palm Beach County. And I knew he and Jenny before they got Marley. I got to meet the real Marley, got the mud paws to prove it. The one time I wore a white shirt at a picnic, (laughs) Marley greeted me and flattened me. (laughs) but yeah, they both are great storytellers as you are. So I just think that, you know, you have a way of bringing a dog back in different forms in the movies, you know, with Dennis Quaid and things. I, can I say it? Bailey, Bailey, Bailey.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) The dog's name isn't Bailey, right? It is Bailey, Bailey, Bailey. Bailey. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's people think about that. They have a heart dog and they hope that that dog will always live in their heart but tell us a little bit about this way of weaving a dog into different other dogs down the line that's quite an art
2: yeah that is the, the there's a three book series a dog's purpose a dog's journey and a dog's promise and it's and it, and it is bailey 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 throughout those three books who is reincarnated and keeps coming back as different dogs and in a dog's purpose Bailey, Bailey, Bailey comes back as a variety of different dogs for different purposes. And one of them is to be a police dog. And one of them, he's at a hospice. But over time, Bailey learns very many things that helps him track down and save his original boy. Years and years have gone by. And Ethan is now an old uh, sort of isolated man living by himself. And Bailey realizes, he's got a different name, but he, he realizes what he needs to do is make his boy happy. And what he remembers is that when Ethan was with Hannah, his girlfriend, when he was growing up, that he was happy. So when, when Bailey picks up the trace scent of Hannah, Bailey manages to bring Ethan and Hannah together. And the dog is not as clever a manipulator as I'm making him sound. It happens more or less by accident, but nonetheless, that he brings the two of them back together. And then they're together as they were meant to be always. And so he has fulfilled his purpose. Then uh, there's a granddaughter and her name is CJ. And that is the premise of a dog's journey, which is, yeah. Bailey comes back to help CJ very specifically because CJ is a troubled young lady. And she needs all the help she can get from a faithful dog.
1: Well, I've seen the movies and I've read your books. I haven't read every single book you've written, man. I'm sorry. You want to take some time right now? Yeah, yeah, I think I will. Okay. We're going to pause listeners for about four days, maybe four weeks. (laughs) I'm just teasing. Um, We are talking with W. Bruce Cameron. I love that because W stands for witty, whimsical, whimsical wise what do you want to say i know it's william but
2: it stands for www.wbrewscamera.com
1: oh there you go there you go (laughs) hey we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the audiobooks and uh some of his past what we first need to take a commercial break and guys from pet king brands The makers of Zymox and Oratine. If you will go onto Zymox.com, Z Y M O X.com, and put in Arden 10, A R D E N T, and then one zero, you're going to get 10% off of everything that you buy on the store. That's a bargain, don't you think, Bruce? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know I have 10% clout now. But seriously, they're, they're a good <laughs> company, good products. Um, But we're going to learn more about what's up with Bruce after we take this commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back.
0: Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages.
1: Hey, pet pals, Arden Moore here. Welcome to spring and summer, the onset of itchy skin and allergy season. Is your pet dealing with itchy skin, hot spots, and even ear infections? Help is here. It is Zymox shampoo and conditioner to the rescue. Not only is this a shampoo and conditioner great for general bathing and healthy skin support, but it is the go-to shampoo and conditioner for itchy pets. Its patented enzyme formula is loaded with antibacterial and antifungal properties to ease the itch and stop the scratching. And as an added bonus, Zymox shampoos and conditioners give off a lovely, pleasant non-medicine smell. For over 20 years, Zymox products have been helping pets find relief for many health conditions. All Zymox skin and ear products get their effectiveness from enzymes. Zymox contains no antibiotics and no petroleum byproducts, just the soothing power of enzymes. Zymox can be found at your veterinary clinic, most pet specialty stores, and online. To learn more, dash over to www.zymox.com. That's Z-Y-M-O-X for your pet's sake.
0: Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet Hi, this is John Provost.
2: You might remember me as Timmy from the Lassie series. Well, you know, every time Lassie comes home, she always has me turn on Pet Life Radio so she can listen to Arden Moore on that show, you know, Old Behave. Whoop! <laughs> Whoop!
0: We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden.
1: Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. It's been far too long, but our guest is back. Bruce Cameron, best-selling author of many, many books. He's got a new book coming out in May called A Dog's Courage, and he's got several of his great books that are now going to be available as audiobooks for Macmillan Publishing. I'm hoping I get this right. A Dog's Purpose, A Dog's Journey, A Dog's Promise, and A Dog's Perfect Christmas. I hope that's right, Bruce.
2: I wrote every single one of them. All so right. That's good. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I want to go back into your childhood. Nah, 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 nah. All right. Okay. You grew up in Kansas. Is that right? Or that area? I did. I, I, right. I grew up on the Kansas side
2: in Kansas City.
1: Okay. See, I used to be an investigator reporter, so I try to do my homework. But I'm laughing because as a fourth grader, your first book you published was called Bad Luck, Bruce.
2: Yeah, you know, that was uh, it, it was it was uh, about a boy who had two evil sisters.
1: And how many sisters do you have, Bruce?
2: I have two. And they're oh. and they're still evil. <laughs> I, are they uh, older?
1: Are they older than you? or?
2: Well, they were. When I was growing up, I was the oldest, but now they are. Older. Oh, OK. They, gotcha. pass, they pass me.
1: Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. So you're a a fourth grader. You could be doing anything, getting in trouble. What made you say, I'm going to write a book called Bad Luck, Bruce?
2: I have to confess that I cannot remember a time when I didn't want to be an author. That was- nice. That was my goal. Yeah, you know, other boys wanted to be baseball players and astronauts. Mm-hmm. None of them got to be baseball players or astronauts. One boy wanted to be a professional dancer and it turned out he became a professional dancer, but the rest of rest of the guys they were way over they were swinging way out of their way. But I wound up pursuing this my whole life. And so Bad Luck Bruce, 24 handwritten pages before I gave up and it was <laughs> I wish I still had that thing because I, I for years it would just follow me wherever I went. I'm sure my mom eventually broomed it when she moved. It was, yeah. uh, it was uh, this that set the stage though. I wrote short stories and and novels my whole and and yet it took me to get to be quite old before I published my first book because I just couldn't sell them.
1: Let's talk about that because I understand you were batting. You would never make any major league baseball team. You were batting zero for nine. And then yeah. you came up with eight simple rules for dating my teenage daughter.
2: Yes. That's a grand
1: slam. Tell us about that.
2: Well, that was because I had this whole thing is going to sound like such a master plan, but it was by such random. It was so random. I had started mailing out uh, little what I called articles in, in what I called the Cameron column, which was just a humor column. Okay. And it was based on the Internet. And this is before spam. So people were actually glad to get things in their email. Mm-hmm. And picture a time when you could look at your email three or four days and you hadn't received anything that's what it was like so they would be excited to get something and i had at one point i had fifty thousand subscribers in 52 countries wow counting texas as its own country and yeah that's uh, where i live now yeah. so the success of that led the rocky mountain news to decide to start running a column that i was writing so i was a columnist for the rocky mountain news and then one day I wrote a 700 word column called Eight Simple Rules for dating my teenage daughter because I had teenage daughters and the the young men who were showing up on my door were untrained, unwashed and unwelcome. And so I made it my goal to write down how they should behave and uh, the only reason there were eight is because I ran out of words so if they only let me have 700 I could have kept I just could have kept writing writing. It.
1: that's a good number and yeah and then you guys know the story back in the 2002 it became a TV series with John Ritter the late great John Ritter and Katie Sagal. but here's a trivia for you guys right you got to answer I know you know this who was the teenage daughter who now has a huge TV career now who played that daughter
2: so that was would have been Kaylee. Kaylee Cuoco played the, she played the older daughter, though in real life, she was younger than Amy Dickinson, who played the young sister. And Kaylee, of course, has gone on to have a tremendous career.
1: I think she had a big bang. That's my theory. Um, how yeah. she's doing, right?
2: <laughs> I think I think she's good. very good. But uh, you know, uh, I will tell you something about her, which was that uh, you just can't imagine how dedicated she was as an actor. I mean, I, I've been involved with some motion pictures and some TV shows. I've met actors, and some of them are grand, and some of them you just can't believe the, the kind of people they are. But Kaylee was one of those troopers, just absolutely dedicated to her craft. Nice to every single person. Very good. Uh, not full of herself at all. So I was, I was honored to know her. And I would say the same thing for that cast. Katie was amazing, and John, of course, what a treasure John Ritter was. Oh, losing absolutely. him was, losing him was a real tragedy for us.
1: Well, Katie's back. She's got a new show called Rebel. Katie's a So there you go. I
2: think that she as well. She will always work hard. She will never phone it in. So I'm glad she's got a show.
1: See, here comes our transition. Uh, one thing that you and Kaylee share is a love of animals. Yes. I've been to a lot of, before I moved to Texas, I was having to go to a lot of LA events for raising funds for pets and all. And she was always one of the celebrities there. And like you said, wasn't look at me, look at me. It's like, let's get this pet adopted. Yeah. So that's cool. Well, let's talk a little bit about the audiobooks. Do you wish you could have been the uh, voice of these audiobooks or how do you like the voice of the Bella and the Baileys and others because I love that dog voice. Who does the dog voice?
2: So, when it's a female, I was recovering from surgery on eye surgery and so I couldn't read and I had to just lie around so I listened to an audiobook and I just fell in love with the narrator. So I specified that narrator for all the female narration that, that comes out of the shop. and she is fantastic. I've, I've read two of my books. I did Emery's Gift, which is uh, was the second novel that I published. and I also did How to Remodel a Man, which was my that' was my second humor book. Okay. And I think I'm going to do more. I, I have I been like talking that. talking to people about it.
1: You have a, actually a good voice you, you know you have a good voice, man.
2: Yeah, and you know who else does is my uh, writing partner, Catherine Bashan. She's a professional actress, among other talents, and indicated a willingness to get involved. So we're thinking with we this. Tell the publisher this. You're hearing this before the publisher, Woo, but our our headlight. thinking is that we're going to approach the publisher and ask if we can do alternating male female roles in these books. Because that's the way they are. The more audiobooks you listen to, the more you realize they're starting to use multiple actors. Right. Uh, I'm not an actor, and I can only do one voice. But my wife can do an Irish accent. She can do any kind of accent you want, and make her voice sound all different ways. So she, I'll play one person, and she'll play everybody else.
1: Well, and I know right now she's playing nurse to Tucker. Yeah. Can you tell a little bit about uh, uh, Catherine so people know some of the shows that she's been on? Or because yeah, she Catherine,
2: Sean, I keep joking that if we come up with a business card for her, it's going to have to be a foot long because of all the things that you put on there. Because she went to school to be a, an opera major and a drama major, wow. double major. She's been in films. She wrote, starred, and directed in the movie Muffin Top. And the movie Cook Off with that has Melissa McCarthy in it. She is my co-screenwriter. If you look at the when the credits roll, you'll see that we have screenwriting credits on a dog's purpose, a dog's yep. journey, and uh, a dog's way home. And let's just hope that uh, there's a movie coming out soon. Yeah. I hope so let's too. Cross paws that they'll we'll start making movies again.
1: You guys kind of have a good track record. And what I like is that we are going to get our butts back in movie theaters, eating popcorn and watching the movies that you of the novels that you've written. And I got to tell you, I'm a real fan of Bailey, Bailey, Bailey. And Ethan and Bella just captivated me when Bella got lost and was CJ. So you've got some great actor and actresses playing the 2 Lakers in it. But like you said, Shelby is an amazing dog. And I checked out your Facebook and there was a picture of Shelby with a dog's courage in her mouth, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Catherine directed this commercial and it was was her concept that Shelby would show her enthusiasm for the book by running around with it in her mouth. And of course, Shelby got really excited. We went through several copies of the book because...
1: Well, you know what? You better keep those chewed books because they might be worth something someday. Shelby's yeah, a star. Are. There you go.
2: They are dog-eared, one might say. Oh,
1: good one. I also saw, are you singing Kodachrome to Tucker?
2: Yeah, that wasn't supposed to be uh, recorded. I didn't realize. And I and this is a this is a warning to everybody in your audience. In this world that we currently inhabit, every joker with a phone thinks that they have a right to shoot audio video of you. And I was just singing a song to my dog. Kodachrome! And I, yeah. Yeah. And I was nailing it and I was really wailing away and, and, and wound up getting on Facebook. I, I hope it gets like three views.
1: Sorry, it's out. The Kodachrome uh, is out of the bag. Before we leave you, because I would love to talk to you all day. You're a great man. I know your first dog, I guess, as a kid was a lab named Cammy. Cammy.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Do you ever think that Cammy's been reincarnated in your life in some way?
2: Well, there's a quick story to that, which is that uh, many years ago, uh, I was riding my mountain bike and I passed by uh, a big fenced-in house out in the country. And there was a dog on the other side of the fence, uh, and I stopped. It was just a nondescript dog. I just stopped to say hi to the dogs because that's what I do. And the way this dog looked at me and the way the dog wagged his tail, the way everything reminded me so much of Cammie that uh, when I had to say goodbye and rode on, I just couldn't shake this idea that I had just interacted with my very first dog. And that thought clung to me for decades and decades later, I wind up getting the inspiration to write a dog's purpose about a reincarnating dog. And it kind of stemmed the spark, if you will, was that interaction out in the mountains. So I'm, I don't have a belief system that can explain to me how it could be possible except for to say I'm really open to the concept.
1: Well, I I think that's pretty chilling and pretty great because We have heart dogs, and maybe this is all something that we all can embrace. Hey, everybody, we're talking to W. Bruce Cameron. He's got a number of his books coming out on Macmillan audiobooks. I want you to check them out. And in May, he's got a new book called A Dog's Courage. Give us your website. It's so hard. I forgot it.
2: Uh. Well, I have two websites, one of brucecameron.com and one is a adogspurpose.com. Adogspurpose.com is where you can find lots of free stuff. We do book plates. So if you give my uh, book as any of my books as a gift, or if you just want my signature for yourself, you can ask for a free book plate and I'll send it to you. And we have teacher's guides. If you're homeschooling your child during the age of COVID and you're looking to step outside of the current curriculum and maybe have a little fun with some books. We have teacher's guides for all the children's books that I've written. And also for the adult books, the dog's purpose, a dog's way home dogs, dogs of Christmas. They have study guides and these are core compliance study guides written by educators. So
1: nice,
2: nice. I, uh, I would invite people to go to a dogspurpose.com, check it out, see what's going on there. And, you know, I don't, I'm not a big web guy, so I don't design my own websites and I kind of don't look at them. And usually, usually I know about my websites because someone will send me an email and say, hey, do you know your website's down? That's about the only time I get involved.
1: Yeah. Or you have a clown like me that says, I heard you singing Kodachrome to your dog on Facebook.
2: Yeah. I've got to figure out a way to block that.
1: Hey, um, guys, we're so delighted to have Bruce on the show. I also want to give a big pause up to our producer, Mark Winner. He is the wizard of pause. He produces this show and all the shows on Pet Life Radio. It's the number one pet podcast network on the planet. And I hope I did not pop a single pee. Who knows? You want to check me out? Easy. Just go to ardenmore.com. And for all you feline fans, every Wednesday night live, I do host Meowie Hour. That's hosted by the Cat Fancier Association. And Bruce doesn't know this, but I'm also a licensed bartender. So tonight's recipe I'm making, the kitty cocktail, is called, Yes, I'm Nuts for Cats cocktail. Does that tempt your palate? (laughs) He's like, what? Anyway, everybody, until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two-, three-, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave.